Um, hello. Fucking hello, everyone. Episode 11. Can you believe it? We made it through episode 10. I'm so excited. Hi. <laughs> Shannon is equally as excited. Can you hear it in her voice? I am so excited. <laughs> I wish I could be more deadpan. <laughs> <laughs> um no well for real okay let's get it serious for a sec i am um uh grateful that people people in general the people that listen to us do listen to us that is very nice thank you very much um to everyone who's downloaded our episodes also thank you very much um i know that 10 episodes doesn't sound like a lot but um i don't know it, it's it's felt like a like a good journey and um unbeknownst to you guys <laughs> due to the quality of this podcast we actually do put uh effort into this we try to put effort into this we try to put our brains together every week to bring something good so i am just uh grateful that we've made it this far and that uh people seem to care and listen and give us suggestions and like dm us that's always really sweet so uh yeah yeah i mean i'm appreciative i don't know how much effort i put in but <laughs> You you have such a personality, Shannon. You, you're the one who draws the audience. Are you kidding? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I remember last episode, you're like, so how are you doing? I was like, oh, I don't know. Today I woke up at 4 p.m. <laughs> I, I, listened to, I, I listened to that today, and like, I love the first 30 seconds, because you're like, mm, nothing. And I'm like, your life is boring. And you're like, yeah, what should I do? And I'm like, jump off a cliff. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, I might. <laughs> in so, my suffering. <laughs> not so you know, Shannon and I are best friends. Uh, now, today... I don't know what to classify this under. I guess we're talking about diabolical stuff. <laughs> um, uh, maybe like sacred text, maybe? Sacred sacred text. Okay, so you can specify. Sacred text. Yeah. Um, mine's technically also a sacred text, so sure, we can go with oh, that. Oh, I actually... Um, <laughs> I could not find what? anything on my subject because I couldn't figure out what it was called. Like, I looked for a long time. And so oh I just changed it. Like, I'm doing something else. So I think you'll like it. <laughs> well, that, that's that's good. Because usually, actually, I don't know what you're talking about. And that usually works yeah. out pretty well. Because I'm, like, surprised um, as we're recording. So that's pretty good. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. I'll, uh, I'll start. Today, hello, everyone. I'm talking to you guys about the Codex Gigas. Shannon, have you heard about this at all? I have not, actually. I'm excited. Okay. So the Codex Geekus in English, the literal translation is um, giant book. So you're not very creative. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds spookier in Latin. Um, the Codex Geekus is the largest medieval illuminated manuscript in the world. So she's big. Okay. This thing is 36 inches in length. So that means height. So it is... 36 inches no sorry long it's 36 mm-hmm. inches long it's 20 inches wide and 22 uh what's that 22 centimeters that's like 8.6 inches thick so it's big how big is the font <laughs> it's it's uh it's it's kind of big but not very because they just okay. it's just it has a lot of stuff written on it really that's okay. that's what it is it's the whole bible uh in like I guess biggish font plus a couple other books plus what we're going to be talking about today a portrait of the devil that's spans two pages um so she big she's full of stuff again this is technically a uh biblical manuscript so it's it's a 
Bible that someone wrote by hand. It is from the 14th century. And why are we talking about this? Why is it interesting? Why is it spooky? Hello, welcome to Scary Talk. It's because the Codex Gigas is also known as the Devil's Bible. Why? Well, <laughs> you ask. It's because, <laughs> um, actually, I think I should go into, because this is more technical stuff, this article that I'm reading from. I should go more into the legend portion to get you guys caught up with why this is spooky. So long story short, this thing is 310 pages. It is thick. Um, I guess it does have bigger font than I thought, because that 310 pages <laughs> is not that much. So, <laughs> so also, even though, like, so big so many pages there's actually pages missing from this book there are about uh 10 pages missing and uh archivists have noted that these pages um were intentionally cut from the binding of the book it's not like they fell off throughout the years they can see it by like the markings from where the pages used to be and uh why you ask well because according to legend these pages contain information that was deemed far too dangerous um for humanity to know about them. The alternative legend is that um, someone stole these pages for an evil purpose. And um, the reason they could use these pages for an evil purpose is because this Bible is allegedly tainted, tainted with the devil's hand. And that is because um, the Bible, this Codex Gigas was, uh, according to legend, written in uh, one night by a monk called Herman the Recluse in a monastery in Czech Republic. Again, back in the, I, actually it was the 15th century, I recall now. So the 15th century, Czech Republic, this guy allegedly wrote this book in one night. Um, the one night part is obviously, I don't, I don't, I don't believe that, but um, this thing is huge and the manuscript is like so well done and so detailed that archivists and historians are for the longest time thought that many people had worked on it. But now as new studies on it are coming out, um, now the theory is that it actually was worked on by one single person. However, the problem with that is that in order for one person to complete that work because it's so big and so detailed in its drawings and in its text, it would take that person around 25 years of work. Um, yeah, so um, there was like one person quoted, one historian that spoke about it that said that, what was it? Um, he said something along the lines of this author clearly must have been possessed by something in order to create such a master wow. because, you know, it's so extensive, basically. And I kind of have to agree. Um, I guess I'm, I'm going all over the place uh, with this, like as far as the chronology of the legend. But long story short, there was this monk, right? According to legend, this monk, Herman the Recluse, mm. he had broken the monastery's rules that he lived in, and he was going to get kicked out unless he produced some kind of extraordinary work in one night. And uh, legend goes, he was, yeah, he wasn't able to do that. So he asked for the devil's help. The devil helped him in exchange for his soul. Uh, <laughs> not a great deal. <laughs> Uh, by the way, uh, everyone, that's wow. never a good deal. Never take that. If the devil ever offers you anything in exchange for your soul. <laughs> Shannon, we already know you already traded, so you don't get to talk. I think there are some things worth trading for. <laughs> I'm about to write Netflix so... right now and be like, hey, if you don't give me four more seasons of the OA, um, I'm going to sell my soul. <laughs> so... Again, um, 
this guy was told basically you have to write this you know a masterpiece in one night um or we'll kick you out and according to legend he made a pact with lucifer in order to be able to finish it in one night apparently like the devil's hand was heavily involved in it it was basically really like the devil that wrote all of it um according to legend and uh, this thing is believed to cause illness to anyone that comes into contact with it however people are still which i found this interesting the article is like people are still lining up to see it in its current home of the national library in stockholm so people don't give a shit yeah (laughs) um i would not go near it you know me i'm superstitious like to the extreme but um yeah it's in display in sweden so you can go see it up close and again this thing is huge uh the book is made out of animal skin which sounds oh. very creepy but actually was pretty like standard at the time okay. um like stand uh animal skin um like covers are called vellum it basically another word for like leather but for books like for book binding so again made from animal skin it takes two people to open <laughs> and it also contains um text on exorcism and has like magical formulas and um the 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 crux of this is it contains a picture of the heavenly city so heaven but then like it's juxtaposed on the other side of that spread with like this page big uh, sorry this like page wide picture of the devil this illustration this hand-drawn illustration that's as big as the whole page of the devil like kind of like crouching down and with its hands up and it has a tail and a split tongue and it looks terrifying and it's all in color I know, I know. <laughs> Can you imagine? You someone, some guy asks you to help write him a book, and he's like, "I want to, I want a selfie in here. I want you to draw me real nice, all right?" <laughs> it's you crouching. Uh, um, actually, there are, I can forget to say this. There are conflicting reports on where this was, when this was actually written. People say, um, which is, I guess, why I got confused in the beginning, because there's one account oh. that says that it was written in 1295, so it gives you even the specific year, but then there's the more uh, widely accepted account that it was actually written some time in the mid-15th century. So, um, we're not sure, but we are sure that it is real, like, it is a real, it is a real old book, because you know how there's a lot of, like, fake old books or old whatever, it's like, yeah. um, what is it? Um, there, there are people who claim that... So, if you know H.P. Lovecraft, I mean, you know, because you study literature, but to the audience, um, he was this, like, horror writer in last century, and he referenced this book called The Necromance in a lot of his works, and it was basically, like, a book on how to raise the dead. And people, um, since he died, have, like, basically made a necromance, but it is, um, like, obviously fake, and people know that, but, like, there's people who don't know that, who, like, fall for that, and there are people who are actively selling those kinds of those, th- that kind of like gullible person a copy of the necromance that they claim is real and they claim is like a real antique and it's just like it's kind of weird i mean it, it's it's not it is kind of the customer's fault yeah. for like believing that but like in all honesty i've fallen for stupider shit so right. <laughs> yeah um i do have a question um yeah. so you said in the codus gigas there's like information on exorcism why? Yes. What does the devil have to gain for giving that information out? Like, does he want his body to get caught? I <laughs> ask myself the same thing. I wonder if the information on it is like erroneous. What if it's like information that actually makes it so that the person that it's being like exercised on, like, mm-hmm. it's more possessed? <laughs> <laughs> um, because I mean, it's yeah, like I don't know. Um, 
but the, the the real more technical answer is like a lot of bibles don't contain this kind of stuff but this is an old bible i guess bible manuscripts back then still contained like texts on exorcism like today's testaments that are just like you know like published anywhere in the world obviously yeah. don't contain that they just contain like the standard chapters of the old and the new um but i don't know back then was different times so anyway um this thing again it is huge and it took um according to like theory initially like a bunch of manuscript experts to make it but now there's evidence that it was one person who did it and that person was the devil um <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, that's why it's so big it's full of secrets <laughs> yes <laughs> um oh i forgot actually i got i got that wrong that the monk was gonna be killed if he didn't if it didn't um like write a manuscript of the bible in one night he wasn't gonna be kicked out because he broke his vows i remember now yeah he broke his vows and and so the monastery was like we're killing you and he was like no i don't want to die the devil was like yo you need help he was like yes they wrote this thing so oh monastery um, wants to kill a monk they are not the type of people i thought they were i know i know i'm shook too anyway so this um thing is scary and whatnot now there's one person who wrote a book about this his name is luke gracias <laughs> <That's his last laughs> and he wrote a book called the devil's prayer in 2016 it's a work of fiction and in this book um the the titular prayer it is is actually something that is um like so okay in the book the pages that are missing from the codex gigas are found and it is discovered that the reason they were like hidden away by the church is because they contained um the devil's prayer and the devil's prayer brings forth the apocalypse so there's that um <laughs> now i love this <laughs> i that i love that like that is so spooky can you imagine thoughts but you said it was a work of fiction right yeah it is a work of fiction but like <laughs> i don't know what if <laughs> like what if this kind of what if like el james's work is real like, i know <laughs> no okay in all in all fairness like the the pages are missing and we don't know why I mean, there's a very, you know, boring explanation for it, which is that most likely the pages that were missing um, laid out the monastery's rules. And for some reason, the monastery, when this was like put on display, didn't want the general public um, like knowing the monastery rule specifics. I, one, I don't know why they would put it on display after this guy did it. I mean, but I guess it does make sense. You know, they weren't just going to let his work go to waste. But two, um, that's not the only theory about those pages. Again, like I mentioned earlier, there's also the theory that um, someone stole them for some evil purpose. So maybe they had some kind of incantation mm -hmm. on them. And three, which is my personal favorite, the theory that I just made up, which is that Luke's book is real. <laughs> and the explanation is that those pages contain a curse that brings forth the apocalypse. So, uh, come at me. Um, what if they were just like a huge troll and like he left those 10 pages blank and then just cut them out deliberately so people would go crazy? Um, <laughs> possible. I just feel like that's unlikely. Also, okay, I forgot to mention about theory number one. Um, that theory also comes with a caveat, which is that this book was fucking huge. The font wasn't like very big. And so writing the monastery's rules would have taken at most two mm. pages. Uh, according to historians but there's 10 pages missing so it's not a it's it's not a like a cover all kind of explanation 
but it is what most people go with because I mean, you know, it just sounds like earthly as opposed to it contains an incantation to, I don't know, summon the devil, bring forth the apocalypse, fucking like bring back the Spice Girls. I don't know. <laughs> bring back so, the Spice Girls. <laughs> honestly, they're on tour right now. Are you going to go see them? No. I don't have money. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my God. Wait, total, total fucking, I'm sorry, total side note. I'll make it super duper short. Mel B um, was talking, um, oh my God, she was on, what's this guy's show? He's like uh, a British um, television personality. He was a judge on like um, the British X Factor or uh, Britain's Got Talent or something. Pierce, um, Pierce something. Um, yes, yeah. I'm like that. You know who I'm talking about, that guy. So she went on her show recently and said that she had lesbian sex with one of the Spice Girls back in the 90s. Ooh, I know. Um, it was uh, one of the two blonde ones, not Posh Spice, so the other one. I don't remember her name. Um, but anyway, yeah, do you believe that? <laughs> wow, okay. This I watched Wendy Williams. <laughs> what can I say? Let's change our um, podcast. Just kidding. <laughs> anyway um so you know okay. pages are missing who knows what happened i have a theory i think and in all seriousness i bet it had to do with raising the dead because i feel like that's the one thing people actually want to happen not necessarily to bring back bring upon the end of the world but i can see someone mm-hmm. feeling it for that yeah i mean would you use it shannon no i don't know any dead people yourself <laughs> I'm dead inside. I'm not. Physically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so that's the uh, Codex Gigas. Now, I wanted to ask you something. So, what do you? Th- what are your thoughts on? Really, though, on selling your soul to the devil? Like, like in a serious, like if the devil walked up to me right now and was like, "I want your soul." I mean, not necessarily to you, but like, I mean, sure, yeah. <laughs> Okay, I mean, I'm going to answer me first. Um, no, I wouldn't do it. I don't know if that's the question you're asking exactly. I, I wouldn't mean, do it because, like, I don't think there's anything I want badly enough in this life. Okay. So, well. I mean, like I said, I would really, really like to see more of the OA, but that's more up to Netflix and Zex than the devil, so. <laughs> um, I knew the same thing. So... Do you think it's real? I guess is what I'm asking. Do you think like all no, these accounts no, are history? Not. Really? No, I don't believe in the devil. Oh, I mean, you have said that before. That's true. I tend to forget. Um, I just, I guess, I was just asking because I know that you've read about witches, and that's a very yeah. common I mean, thread. If I believe in God, which I do, I pr- I should probably believe that Lucifer exists or whatever. But yeah, I don't that's... think that I don't think that he's coming down here making deals. Like that's just ridiculous. Like. <laughs> I think that's stupid. Like, if you really, I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> like, I don't see I him, mean, like, waiting, like, with a pitchfork, being like, yo. <laughs> I mean, do you think that God comes down and does miracles here? No, absolutely not. <laughs> you think he's too busy? I don't think that. I think my understanding of spirituality is very different from the mainstream, wherein I'm like, just because there's a God doesn't mean he gives a crap about you. <laughs> like,. Mm, like there's billions and billions of people on the planet like why would he take time out of his day to do a wait so do, do you believe in the do you believe in the christian god or do you believe in because what it sounds like to me is you just believe in some kind of like monotheistic like entity that is like big and up there but you're not really giving it a personality both. i believe in both i believe that that jesus was real and 
god just how happens to be a monotheistic god who doesn't give a fuck. Like, I think it's, I think it's mutually exclusive. Like, he already did his thing back then. Like, now we're done. Now we're fine. Chill out. I guys. mean, he he does seem pretty cruel at times in the in the Old Testament. Pretty cruel. Yeah. He did flood the whole fucking world. So right, that. but then Jesus came down. Now it's all over. It's done. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jesus is like the chill. He's like New Testament chill. We're in the two thousands now. Like that's what it feels like. And he was like, the God was like the angry dad. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like he was like, I don't know, like punishment and like. Ugh. and jesus was like no like love and peace and chill and like that's how you teach the masses interesting now do you think that hmm that's interesting hmm never mind i'm gonna have to rephrase that so let me write this down um, i was gonna go into this whole thing Okay, okay. I'll do it anyway. Okay, so I know you don't believe in the devil. Got it. But if you did believe in the devil, do you think that he could be summoned by your average show the running contagion? If we're saying he's real, then why not? I don't see like that's not even the craziest thing, you know? Well, because you're saying that you do believe God is real, but that he doesn't concern himself with mundane aspects of life so the devil was real right but you told me to forget everything i believe (laughs) (laughs) um nah okay that's fair uh i don't know what i believe to be completely honest and i've obviously thought about this long and hard um but i am always split um like i know that i believe that like we said in episode one, mega throwback, by the way, that exorcisms are real. Some of them. Some of them and kind of far and few in between. You know, there's a lot of accounts, but there, but some of them can be kind of explained away with, you know, logic or maybe this person was mentally ill, whatever, whatever, whatever. But there are some that are just so extraordinary that I have like nothing to say besides, yeah, like I believe that was a real exorcism. And if I believe that, like by proxy, I have to believe that something possessed that person. And like, if I'm going to go with one thing, probably the devil, right. specifically the Christian devil. And so because I believe, mm, why, what, why specifically that devil? Though? I mean, just because I guess we talk about an episode one also, because when, um, like the priest, you know, try to exercise the demon out of this person. They have religious iconography, like Christian religious iconography that they use to be like, you know, like get out of this body and they have like a cross in their hand. Mm-hmm. Um, I do remember saying that maybe that cross just represents good for our culture, but like other things could be just as powerful in other cultures. Like maybe evil doesn't have a, you know what I mean? Like a religious yeah. denomination. I, but I, I don't know if I, like, totally believe that. I don't know. Like I said, I'm conflicted. Well, um, what about if we're saying, like, the devil is just, like, we don't understand what kind of evil it is. It's not necessarily Christian or anything else. It's just a different kind altogether that we don't know about. So why would it have a denomination? I mean, it could be. I guess the reason for my inner conflict is just that I, I haven't seen um, exorcisms 
play out the way they play out here in, a, in other parts of the world. Like, I've never heard of, like, Japanese people being, like, possessed. <laughs> I mean, not in that way. I mean, they, uh, it's different. It's different. They're I don't possessed know. by the power of anime. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, other cultures don't have, don't have exorcisms, like, like, we, like, in yeah. the Christian, like, text, basically. It, it I look mean, I have a theory for that. What is it? <laughs> uh, Christianity is cruel and based upon torture and destroying multiple people, so of course other cultures don't have. Okay, so when another culture someone gets possessed, uh, excuse me, how do they get unpossessed there, huh? How do they do it? They call a Catholic priest because the Buddhists ain't gonna play with that. The Buddhists are gonna be like, shut up and slap you and be like, you're faking. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Anyway, I I'm, I'm conflicted because I believe in exorcisms, but now that you have um said this i guess i could like go back in my head and think about it some more um but not just that there's there's also the, the inner conflict of like if you believe like jesus was real um and, and, and you believe what the like bible text taught then you should believe there is a counterpart to good and that is cool and it is like specifically it is specifically you know like named as the devil and so yeah. there's also that like it, that's i just thing, don't like, i don't really follow the bible <laughs> i mean but but you don't even have to like follow that thing to a t right like if you even just believe jesus was a real person like it's as far as you have to go that's it then you must yeah i mean in a perfect world that's exactly what it should be however a lot of people like to say no <laughs> no, no but, what, but what, what i'm saying is what do you say right because you told me that you thought um, he was real and what i'm saying is if you think that you must have believed at least one of the things he said and i'm sure he mentioned the devil oh yeah the one thing i believe is you should treat people with goddamn respect <laughs> i think I, I think you just want to want to have jesus in your head as this kind of like role model figure but he's really amorphous and you don't really listen much to what he says as much as you look at what he did what's amorphous what does that mean amorphous like he doesn't really have a shape or a face oh. it's just like because clearly you're not going by his words but rather by his actions and kind of using him as a role model for how people should behave which i think is fair but am i right i mean sort of did jesus say that you should hate gays because that the, the bible like, he did right here it's on page 311 um wait in the in the devil's book or the bible <laughs> no i'm kidding <laughs> girl the devil's book is like gay all the way <laughs> the devil himself is gay like let's be real here <laughs> he's flaming oh my god honestly like if you look at this picture closely it kind of looks like rupaul oh so Maybe that was just a prediction of RuPaul. Oh my god. Everyone, I'm kidding. That was a joke. Don't we come from RuPaul. me with your... Oh my god. Okay, listen, you RuPaulers. So, that's the Codex Gigas. Um, Those are the tangents that I wanted to go into. I find this so uh, fascinating, though. I want you to tell me more. I mean, what do you want to know? Tell me. I, I don't know. I want to know what else is in it. Like, what, why, like, what did the devil say? <laughs> Well, that's the, that's the thing, like, we know if we found those fucking pages, most likely, oh, okay. because that's probably what it contains, some kind of, some kind of devil message Wait, or something. Like, honestly, no, no, <laughs> well, I was going to say that when I really think about it, I think, honestly, when I first read this, the first thing that came to mind was, well, the devil did write this thing in one fucking night. Also, the reason that, like, the one night thing is said is because, 
like not only is it the same penmanship so mm-hmm. that that proves that it was one person but you could say oh well it was one person over 20 years but see that's the thing it's not only the same penmanship but it's also the same ink um it's also what was i gonna say the like the writing doesn't show signs of um aging or like disease and i don't mean the book itself but rather it doesn't show signs that like the writer took um breaks in between like it all has because you know like people when they get older um they don't write as good or whatever or like i don't know like your your tactile sense changes when you're writing your scripting might not always look exactly the same the way you write letters and so that doesn't show any of this and and for someone to have written it across the span of 25 years which is what it would have taken someone normal it's a regular person to to make this thing it would show something you know it would show some variation throughout the years as to how this guy pens mm-hmm. you know i also i feel and like i'm prone to believe it was probably written at night because i participated in nanorimo and let me tell you people go ham um uh, anyway so because of that i believe that it was the devil who wrote it and when i first read this article what i thought was well yeah the devil fucking wrote it there was something in those 10 pages the monastery saw this the next morning they took that shit out and kept it away somewhere um and now the book is on display that's what i think so i do think the devil says something in this bible we'll just never know because those pages are missing uh, but what else is on it it's just a you know just a regular bible but it's just very big and colorful and uh, it does have that image of like heaven on one page and then the devil on the next like crouching um what was i gonna say i wonder why that wasn't taken out you know if i'm right and the reason the other pages were taken out was because the church deemed them like dangerous or whatever i wonder why this thing wasn't taken out what did heaven look like exactly um the thing is kind of discolored a little kind of old but it just looks like a bunch of it looks like a bunch of like cloud steps um on both sides like cloud stairs i don't know and like on every stair there's like people i don't know there must be some saints or something um again old drawing but um yeah i wonder like why that wasn't taken out i wonder why the uh text on exorcisms wouldn't be taken out to display it today that's interesting to me yeah i don't know i find that really fascinating that's all really interesting I, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, I don't really have anything to argue with. <laughs> no, that, that's good. I'm glad that you were like, like, I'm on board. Can we summon you, the devil? Also, like, I want to point out, Andre, no. this is really important. You what? said that the book, you it requires two people to open it. So, like, you literally, yes. you have to go with me. Like, I can't go alone. I do. I do to look at it, but we're not summoning anything. No, and but I'm you not... have to help me open it, too, so we can at least read it. With latex gloves, I will. Um, <laughs> I don't think latex gloves can but, protect you from the devil. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I'm glad that you were like mesmerized by this. That, that's good. I I certainly was. That's why I, like proposed researching it for my thing. Yeah, it's very um, cool. Anyway, what, what you got? Okay, what do I have? What a great question. <laughs> so, uh, you know that I changed my um. Subject. So I'm not going to say what that other subject was, just in case I ever do get around to it. However, I hope you're ready for this, because your uh, your reaction can go either way. So, okay. <laughs> what I'm going to be talking about is called the Malleus Maleficarum, and that translates from Latin to the Hammer of Witches. 
Yeah. Mm, All right. So, okay. um, this is really common and it's really interesting. So this was actually the most infamous manual for hunting witches. Yeah, it's a manual. Hmm. So anyway, it was originally written in Latin and it is uh, written by two men named James Springer and Henry Kramer, which we don't really know that much about them, which is interesting. Um, Wait, this was written in Latin by someone with the last name <laughs> <Yes>. Kramer? <laughs> America. Wait, no, this was in England, actually. But yeah. Is this... What? Is this antique? Yeah, it's old. It's really old. Is it old? Super old. I think, let's see. Hmm. I mean, at least 300 years old. Yeah, at least. Maybe more than okay. that. Okay. I actually don't know how time works, and I'm really bad at math, so maybe it's it's even more than that. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so, the Malise Malficarum was in use for 300 years, mostly in England and parts of Europe, um, basically as a guide for people who were hunting witches or had thought that they had encountered a witch. And the reason it's kind of interesting that we don't know much about the authors, um, James and Henry, is because, like, I mean, first of all, where did they get all this information? And did you hear that? Okay, never mind, there was an alarm. Um, where did they get all this what? information, and why are they such freaking misogynists? <laughs> like, this is kind of where I delve into the whole witchcraft and misogyny thing, because it's really deep in this <laughs> manual, specifically. It's crazy, it's like so insane. Like, these guys were just, they were not mm -hmm. fans of women at all. And so, thousands upon thousands of people, mostly women, were murdered as a result of this book. Um, it contains procedures for the detection and persecution of witches. As a whole, it demonstrates how, like, barbaric the whole, like, witch hunting thing really was. Like, even, I mean... Unless women, huh? witches were real. Hello. Unless witches were real, in which case, I hope the witches fucking disembowel these motherfuckers. <laughs> like, I hope that's but why we don't know anything about them, is because they were murdered by witches. <laughs> oh, it is again. Like, if they were real, don't they deserve punishment? Um, I don't know. I guess it just depends on what side you're on. Because, like, not everything the witches were doing was super bad. Sometimes they would just make someone fall ill for a few months so that they could get a few days off. You know what I'm saying? Like, who hasn't... No, yeah, just kidding. I haven't done that. <laughs> um, like, it just... It really just varies. Because sometimes they wouldn't do anything at all, you know? But people would still say that they're a witch just because they didn't like them. Or because they were old. Or they were, like... Yelling mm -hmm. at you to walk slower past their house or something, you know what I mean? Telling the kids to get off the lawn. <laughs> well, she's just a witch, kids. We're gonna burn her. <laughs> so, I mean, and yeah, if you believe that they were capable of, like, cursing people and killing them, you know, then maybe. But also, the death penalty is something that we should probably talk about eventually, so... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Okay. Um... Alright, so the Malias Maleficarum is sectioned into three parts. These three parts are relatively huge, too. Like, there's probably over ten chapters in each one. Um, I read part of it, not a lot. I read a couple chapters from each part. Um, so the first is just a summary and interrogation into the existence of witches. So, like, if there are witches, why? And how do they become witches? And kind of talking about how they meet the devil and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And... Because that's basically the canon of all this, is it has to be the devil. Like, if something bad's going on, you just blame the devil in this time, apparently. 
<laughs> and then the second part is what the witches are capable of doing. So that part's really interesting. And then the third part is all about the prosecution and how to decide if a woman is actually guilty of witchcraft or a man, because there were a lot of men. So yeah, it's a it's a fully intensive manual, wow. and it lasted for a long time okay. too. Okay, so yeah, I mean, I kind of already said like a lot of these accusations were <laughs> they were not on the basis of anything valuable. They were on the basis of jealousy or financial gain. They were due to. I mean, I mean, give me an um, example. Well, I don't have like a specific name, for instance, but like. A woman would be accused of killing her husband for money or whatever, you know? And so they would, like, say she's a witch, but that's did, not, did, like, did she why. Did she kill you her know, husband, like, though, why, even if she's not a witch? I don't know, because if you think about it, like, our forensics and detective work isn't even that good now. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> how good must it have been back then, you know? Like, I guess if... Because oftentimes what would happen is the person would fall ill, and in this time, like, everyone was sick all the time. So it was just, like, it felt more like it was blaming someone for something that would have happened anyway, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, so... Turn this page. Sorry, I'm reading. <laughs> I actually, oh, okay. I did all my research on Tuesday because I thought it was Wednesday, and then I texted you and you were like, today's Wednesday, like, we're not recording. I was so confused. <laughs> okay. Uh -huh. Oh, okay. So, um, <laughs> this is when I talk about how like Springer and um, the other guy were kind of horrible human beings. What I mean is to say like, mm -hmm. in terms of like the manual telling you how to detect witches, one of the common ways someone would find out if a woman was a witch is the water test. And so here's what they would do. You've heard of this, oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> if you yeah, throw a yeah, witch into ahead. the water and she floats, then she's a witch. <laughs> if she sinks, she's innocent. So, I mean, nowadays we know everyone floats in the water. So <laughs> it, it's basically just a for sure yeah. way to be like, this woman is a witch. She floats. And if she just sinks to the bottom of the ocean, it's like, oops, we made a mistake. Sorry, guys. Okay. Wait a second, though. Does everyone... Does everyone float? I feel like the answer is yes because science, but I just know some people that like I guess they're just very bad at floating, so I think that they can't float. Um, um as someone who learned how to swim at age nineteen, I feel like anyone can do it if they're trying hard enough. I understand like because like I'm really afraid of water, even though I know how to swim now, so like thrashing around and panicking will definitely make you like sink because you don't really know what the hell you're doing. Mm. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just, it's still so dumb. Like, it's just dumb. Yeah, no, I know. Okay, noted. So, all the people that I thought couldn't float, like physically couldn't float, I'll stop thinking they're witches now because I held that belief. <sighs> Andre, this whole time. I can't believe you. Have we ever gone swimming together? <laughs> um, No, but I don't want to do it out of fear that you will float. You're going to have to kill me. You're going to have to burn me at the stake. <laughs> all right, so. Also, common common misnomer. Uh, a lot of them were hung. They weren't burned at the stake. I think we get that from Salem or something, but I'm not sure. Yeah, but I don't know that many, like, even in Salem, like, isn't... I read that somewhere that, like, that was still super uncommon. 
Right, and Salem was like not even as intense as in Europe because in Europe it happened for like like a long time, like I think like eighty years mm -hmm. of witch hunts at one point or something. Mm -hmm. Whereas Salem yeah. was just very small, but America likes to think that they're the center of the universe and really haven't existed that long. Yeah, <laughs> I I think that's why. Like that was the biggest. That's the biggest place where it happened here. But like really at, at a world scale, it wasn't right. that big. So another dumb way to find out if a woman was a witch is if she had a strange mark anywhere on her body. Anywhere. So if at first you don't find it on her arm, better undress her. <laughs> so like literally anything, like a birthmark, a mole. If she scratched herself, like that's all proof that she's a witch. So it's kind of just like finding anything arbitrary to be like, do you see? I oh was my right. God. Wait, okay, so so these guys are basically responsible for like the thousands deaths of, of like hundreds of <laughs> yeah, thousands exactly, of women. and they wow. give zero fucks, and it's and how how did how why do people believe them? Like, do they have some kind of credential that made them believable or um, something? I don't think it's necessarily that because we don't know much about them, so I can't really say. I think it's because it was the first time anyone had written anything about this, and then in such such an extensive way, like they quote the Bible and a lot mm -hmm. of like philosophers of their time. So I think maybe with that backed up, like, and like I don't know, if people were that intelligent back then. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Most people were, most people were, yeah, didn't know how to and read if you're or write. having people say, like, this is all based upon the Bible, which is, like, the text that they live their entire life by, to make mowing the fields and taking care of the cows meaningful, like, yeah. Hey, so, fuck huh? you, okay? Cows are nice. Uh, okay, um... I have cows in my freaking field, like, once a year, okay? They eat our fields, and we don't bother them, it's fine. Is it, when I was when I was in college, um, I'll see if anyone guesses like where I went to college. I hung out with a cow. You went sometimes. to college? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know you. I know you can't tell just by listening to me. That's fair. But I did surprisingly, and um, uh, where I went, there was a field um, where there were like a bunch of like cow cow pens. Is that what you call it? I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes I just went there. Like it was nice. <laughs> I'm glad that you enjoyed that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so um, so to kind of build upon the misogyny, there are several chapters in the Malleus Maleficarum that speak of, and I quote, the wickedness of women, end quote. So, and they phraseology like that a lot, you mm -hmm. know, and it's like, can you not? Anyway, whatever, it's fine. We, we are, we'll get ours mm -hmm. someday. <laughs> it's fine. So. Oh my God, were these guys like the first literate insults so they were able to like pen something in order to like fuck everyone because i don't know i really wish we knew more about them i i i genuinely wish but it's fine also insults don't come for me <laughs> or do i don't know all um... right so in explaining <laughs> why there are more female witches than men they stated and this is another direct quote when when a woman thinks alone she is evil so they're basically saying, like, just in general, women are evil, just so you know. And here's another quote. The natural reason is that she is more carnal than a man, and this is clear from her many carnal abominations. So, I mean, we all know at the beginning of time, we're talking, like, even with, like, the Bible story, Eve, like, women just, like, corrupt men. Like, these dumb bitches mm -hmm. and their beauty, their beauty, like, why? Like, we should just, like, we should just kill them, <laughs> like, right? Like, they're just so evil, like... <laughs> Like why? Okay, fine. <laughs> I mean, listen. When my mom goes into her room alone, and then like ten minutes later, like comes out yelling at me and my siblings. Listen, I don't know what went on in there, but that's evil right there. 
I'm sorry that happens to you. <laughs> okay, so I, I specifically picked this one out just for you, Andre. So this is a question, which okay. is question number 10. And uh, the Yes, David Archuleta is Oh gay. my god. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for answering. That's not my question. Uh, the first part is all, each chapter is numbered by questions, just so you know. So question 10 is, can witches, by some glamour, change men into beasts? And since we were talking about Skinwalkers last episode, I think, I figured you would enjoy this. And this also kind of ties into, like, what the devil is capable of, because as we know, like, supposedly witches get their power from the devil and doing pacts with the devil, but we can get into that more later. So, what these, these, these fine gentlemen have to say is that the devil can deceive the human fancy, but cannot actually transform man. The devil moves perception so that a man appears to himself and others as a beast, but is still a man. So what they kind of were saying is that only God is capable of truly transforming someone, but the devil, even though he can't do that, he can change your perception. Well, and so maybe do you yeah, mean maybe, physically transform? Right, like he can't physically transform them, but he can make you think that you have. He can make s someone else think that that person has been transformed, or he, or he yeah. can make the person who has quote unquote been transformed think they've been transformed. Both, uh. like both, either or, at the same time. Not. You're saying that so maybe skinwalkers are just people who like have a pact with the devil, so the devil like makes them seem like something to other people in order to scare those people but really in the physical real world they don't look like that yes sort of so not necessarily that they had to have had a pact with the devil but maybe a witch had a pact with the devil that allowed her to choose someone to have this experience as like a punishment mm. or something oh oh yeah. so, so the actual like skinwalker could be like a fucking hologram is what you're saying just yeah, that what you're seeing is what the devil wants you to see, basically. But no one actually has to be there in order to just, like scare you. Basically, or, it could be something that was sent by like someone in order to, in order to scare someone. In theory, I mean, it's it's really like it could be anything you want. Like the person could actually be there, but since they see themselves as a monster, they're acting like one or whatever, and then the person also sees them a monster, but then someone drives by and they just see two people screaming at each other, you know what I mean? Like, it's just... Wow, that'd be... Yeah, it's just a method of perception, I guess, is what they were trying to say. Mm -hmm. So it says that the devil can alter the perception of both the waking and the sleeping, and then direct quote, therefore, man does not sin in these various transformations unless he, at his own will, consents to the sin. So... In a way, what it's saying is that the man who like is like experiencing these transformations, or at least thinking that he is, has already consented to it in some way, like believing that he's a monster. So like that kind of ties into like Skinwalkers, like they murder someone to become a monster, you know? And so that perception mm. kind of just ties back into it. But I don't know how magic works. That's a interesting so. shit. <laughs> if it's real. <laughs> um. I like that. That's very interesting. That's that's an interesting yeah, angle. Yeah, I took mean, there. we can thank these misogynists for it, but. <laughs> um, so huh, in part okay. two of the Malias Maleficarum, there is a lot of focus on how the devil gets a woman's consent to become a witch and what she's capable of thereafter. You know that real good juicy stuff. So I just <laughs> I I kind of read through it and I wrote down yeah. stuff that I found interesting that they think witches are capable of doing. 
and I would like to read it to you. Are you ready? So a witch can okay. raise hail, yes, yes. flash thunderstorms. Yeah, like she has control over the weather. Can you imagine blaming a woman for the, <laughs> the thunderstorm? Anyway, it's fine. Here's another thing she does. She can cause steril sterility in men and animals. So if your man ain't producing any seed, your woman's a witch, guys. That's crazy. Like, they literally are pinning anything bad on them. Like, yeah. your crops didn't grow this season because of rain. Fucking witches. Right? You can't get it up. Witch. <laughs> Witch. <laughs> anyway. Um, okay, so it gets a little bit darker. They apparently eat children and sacrifice kids to the devil. I do like... <laughs> I mean, I have heard I that one. I do like the caveat here, though, because I didn't know about this until I read this. Apparently, a witch cannot eat a baptized child, so that's why she normally goes for the babies. Mm. I mean, that does make She's sense, doesn't it? I mean, you're, you're Baptist and should serve you for <laughs> something. Alright, um, she can make animals go mad, which is actually pretty common in terms of when you're accusing a witch, is your animals go crazy around her, like the horse jumps and neighs, whatever. I mean, I mean, that's not like a crazy one, because... People nowadays, I mean, I certainly believe that animals can see things that humans can't. Mm -hmm. Like, if you think ghosts or stuff like that. Um, I, I, yeah, like some kind of extrasensory perception. Yeah, I can buy into that. Yeah, so. Okay, so then this one was actually interesting. So it, there's claims that witches can transport themselves via flying and teleportation. However, I say that, like... They don't actually use the word flying, and they don't use the word teleportation. So I, that's kind of me just interpreting it, because what they said was, like, they can transport themselves through the air, which I guess would be flying, but they're not, they're not specific about how. Like, I don't know how the broomstick mythology got thrown in there, you know? Because it doesn't actually say that. I mean, probably because of this. I mean, one, yeah. I don't think they would mean teletransportation. I don't even think the concept of something like that was in the zeitgeist 300 years ago. Yeah. So they probably meant... And I know it's confusing because it says through the air, but I think they just meant like they're they're in the sky, like right. birds, basically. Um, and if you believe that, it's not like a far stretch from that point to be like, well, maybe they use some kind of instrument to do it, like a fucking, I don't know, like a broom. Yeah. And that's probably how that got started. Okay. And then, and then the teleportation, it said something along the lines of, they could imagine themselves somewhere and then be there, but I wasn't sure if that was teleportation or, like we talked about before, astral projection. Oh, oh, sorry. Okay, I thought the only thing was oh, like no, that through the several, air thing. Yeah. No, if it does say that too, then yeah, okay, no, yeah, that makes sense. That could definitely be interpreted yeah. as transportation, but I don't think that's it. Mm -hmm. I think it's that what you mentioned okay, earlier. And then another one, just to run yeah. out of time, gotta get zippity. They can implant future visions into others. They can cause abortion by touch. <laughs> oh, I found that one. It's <laughs> interesting. I live in a really conservative town, so I can just imagine. Can you can you imagine like how much like budget would be saved in equipment by like Planned Parenthood if they just hired witches? <laughs> just give it a good touch. <laughs> All right. So why does? Sorry, I don't mean to mock anyone. Okay, place. aborted babies don't come for us. Yeah, don't come for us, please. In any form. Okay, so why does the devil want this to happen? Like, why give her all this power, you know? So, I guess one explanation that they talk about is that, as we've already discussed, like, only God can enter a man's heart, you know, and let him in or whatever. So the devil can't do mm -hmm. that. 
also, he has to find another way to corrupt man. So, why not say to someone like, hey, want to make a pact that can give you power? I can help you get rid of your mean boss who's always hitting you with a stick. Like, yeah. So, yeah. Probably literally, yeah, back then. <laughs> Um, interesting. So the devil's a parasite. Now, can men be witches? Yeah, they can. Absolutely. Um, I think... Was it only used for the gays or something? <laughs> no. It's mostly anyone who didn't <laughs> conform to society's standards. So maybe gays. I don't know. Like, any guy or woman who just didn't really fit in quite right, you know? Like, they say a lot of them were mentally mm -hmm. ill or that they were senile because a lot of them were old and so like people didn't know how to deal with those things so they just decided they were witches and yeah that's so really, sad really like... <laughs> so i want to tell a few stories to kind of make this even scarier because i just i don't know when we're talking about sacred texts like i just it's not scary enough so i looked into some things and i have one story of um Mm -hmm. Basically, these are both stories of stuff that have come out of these witchcraft accusations, and they're really short, so without further ado, ado, so one of the common ways to end a curse a witch has placed on you, or at least the belief of how to do this, is to draw her blood, either with consent or without, and so this story happened in England in 1875, and it's not just a story, like, this is a real thing, um, so... I don't know if you've heard of something called hag writing. It's a common term to blame witches for your sleep paralysis, essentially, because now we know that it's sleep paralysis. So, yeah, it's called hag writing. A hag is writing you, essentially. <laughs> so, yeah. 72-year-old <laughs> Hester Adams in England in 1875 and her husband heard a spirit making horrible noises in their bedroom at night. She suffered from sleep tears and was unable to move, and this happened for two years. Like, she suffered from the... whatever this is for two years. And for some reason, she believed that a young woman was uh, responsible for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, Maria... Maria... I can't read what I wrote her last name. But yeah. So, <laughs> her name was Maria. Um, and she believed Maria to be a witch <laughs> and that she was responsible. So... What did Hester Adams do? Um, she drew that blood. Let me tell you what she did, Andre. She stabbed Maria in the face. Oh my god. <laughs> she stabbed her in the face. And guess what? This was a court because Maria didn't die. And they decided that all Adams was uh, to be held accountable for was to pay one shilling. Oh my How much is that? I don't know, but it's not a lot, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> because they took this witch stuff seriously, and they just assumed, like, hey, she was trying to defend herself. It's like, you stabbed a girl in the face. But, you know, she was 72. I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's fine. It's not fine. I don't know. Oh, my God. Do you have any thoughts about that? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, the 1800s are fucking <laughs> yeah, crazy. Absolutely. Uh... I mean, what can I say? Yeah, I, I, I think that was... I think that, that anger was yeah. misplaced, probably. Okay, so the next one is actually from the Malias Maleficarum. It's in Part 2, Chapter 7. And the the title is How, as it were, they, they being the witches, deprive man of his virile member. If you think that sounds dirty, it absolutely is. 
<laughs> yeah, I, can, I know right, what I'm talking right, about. I'm, I'm just going to read it, and I might skip a little bit, but here it is. So, this okay. is from them. We have already shown that they can take away the male organ, not indeed by actually despoiling the human body of it in the manner which we have already declared, and of this we will instance a few examples. So, in the town of Ratsaban, a certain young man who had intrigue with a girl, wishing to leave her, lost his member. That is to say, some glamour was cast over it so that he could, he could not see or touch nothing but his smooth body. In his worry over this, he went to the tavern to drink wine, and after he had sat there for a while, he got into conversation with another woman who was there, and told her of the cause of his sadness, demonstrating in his body that it was so. The woman asked whether he suspected anyone, and when he named such a one, she said, If persuasion is not enough, you must use some violence to induce her to restore you your health. So, in the evening, the young man watched the way by which the witch was in the habit of going, and finding her, prayed her to restore to him the health of his body. And when she maintained that she was innocent and knew nothing about it, he fell upon her, and winding a towel tightly about her neck, choked her, saying, Unless you give me back my health, you shall die at my hands. Then, she, being unable to cry out and growing black, said, Let me go and I will heal you. The young man then relaxed the pressure of the towel and the witch touched him with her hand between the thighs, saying, Now you have what you desire. And the young man, as he afterwards said, plainly felt, before he had verified it by looking or touching, that his member had been restored to him by the mere touch of the witch. So. <laughs> Did this girl die? No, it doesn't say. And it's written, written by these dudes, so... Like, I think what we can all gain from this is that this man was so freaking emasculated that he imagined that his dick was gone. <laughs> I mean, also the woman who gave right. him this advice. Really, what I was taking out of this was, like, people in the... People, like... Yeah. People were fucking stupid. <laughs> like, but, like, also, you can't really blame them, because, like, what kind of fucking resources did you people have You just shouldn't before? be a like, dick. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. No, but but still, like, but it's so easy to True. fall into like hive mentality when you're just, you know, your average Joe. It's not justified, but what I'm saying is, it's not justified, but it is understandable because people were just fucking stupid because no one knew anything. How has humanity like, I don't know, <laughs> like stated like a like, thing this long? You know what I mean? Like, to, like almost shoot know. this woman to death. And like when people think about how, like, well, why would a woman give a false confession to being a witch? Well, this is why she didn't want to die. Like, if someone's choking you, of course you're going to be like, wait, I can heal you. I can yeah. do it. I swear. Just stop choking me. Jesus Christ. So instead, she'll now die. But right, by drowning. exactly. <laughs> Throw her into the water. But it's just so crazy. And it's like, yeah. So this is why I find the whole witch thing very fascinating. Because it's just really brutal. And it's really fucked up. But it's also like... It really demonstrates a type of psychology that I find fascinating where, like, people will give false confessions, which are really interesting, just to, like, survive, you know? Because... Mm -hmm. I mean, is that is that not, like, general but... knowledge? <laughs> like, if you're in, you know, if you're in trouble, thing. you're gonna really lie. not, because I listen to a lot of true crime because, you know, it's interesting. And, like, people, like, you read comments and stuff, people are like, well, if they confess, they must be guilty, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, actually, no, that's not true. Like, that's absolutely not true. Like, there's a lot of influences at work. I... I don't think people actually think that though. I think people are being intellectually dishonest when they say that. I think that they're 
not actually putting themselves in that person's shoes and they know that if they were in their shoes they would do the same thing but they don't want to say that probably because believing that that person did tell the truth in their confession is probably beneficial to that person that is like talking about it uh in the present to like make a point or something so i feel like that's usually of, like, what it is not losing an argument basically Oh, yeah, I, I so feel much. like that's usually Anyways, what it is. Like, I'm yeah. fascinated by psychology, so that's essentially why that's I like good worth, yeah. about the witch stuff. Also, like, I just find the devil really fascinating because, like, for me, it's just, like, a boogeyman people, like, scare themselves with, and that's just really interesting. <laughs> but, yeah, I just, I love horror. <laughs> so what do you think? What do you think of all this? I think that that book fucked a lot of people up and it was probably like very unfairly used for a long time. I thought the stabbing yeah. was fucking crazy. Um, I agree with you on the confessions thing. Um, uh, that it does not like give you what you want. It is not effective. It does not give you the truth. Torture seldom works in order to like oh, get info. You should also um, actually look it up because it's all online, the entire book. Um, and there's like a couple cha mm -hmm. chapters on exorcism. I didn't really talk about a lot of it because it was kind of all stuff that we already know, but I think you might like it. And I didn't talk about the Devil's Pact because I feel like we talked about that a little bit in episode one. But yeah, it's it's so packed mm -hmm. full of interesting stuff yeah. about the devil. So. Yeah, I'll look it up. That's pretty good. Um, thank you for spooking me, Shannon. Oh, you're welcome. I'll spook you any day. <laughs> Okay, sisters. Hello, everyone. Um, uh, we have um, spooked you tonight. We've given you what you needed. We've given you what you came here for. So if you have any suggestions for next episode, please do let us know. You can DM us on uh, Twitter at TalkScary. Um, we are also on all podcast listening platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. You can find us anywhere as Scary Talk Podcast. And... Uh, until next week, Shannon. If you would like Anything to hear else? more about the Spice Girls, so would I. <laughs> Go to the Spice Girls. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. Um, uh, advice. Do not eat any large meals before bed. I always say this. It's like such a real thing for me. Like, it fucks with my sleep. Shannon, anything. <laughs> my sleep is already fucked up, so I don't really know what to do about that. Um, I... I do want to say thank you for listening, guys. It's really cool that we have so many listens and people who want to listen. I know I'm practically half disassociated <laughs> these entire episodes, so I don't think I, I let my gratitude show. <laughs> someone, someone, um, oh, this is, this is, I want to read this to you. So someone left us a um, review on Apple Podcasts that I liked, that I, I thought was sweet. And I'm going to read You can it read the now. reviews? I don't even know how to do that. <laughs> I'll anyway, send, hi. I'll when I find them, but um, someone said the review is called "Amazing Chemistry." Um, oh my god, we have chemistry! I know. Can you believe that? And it is five stars. It's um, the review says, "Love the two co-hosts. They have amazing chemistry together and make me laugh every episode. I learn something new at the same time. Loved episode three and seven. Look forward to the new one every Tuesday morning. Keep up the great work." I swear to God, if one of your friends wrote this. <laughs> <laughs> no no so thank you uh reviewer for that review um yeah that's awesome that's, <laughs> that's cool. all i got i appreciate it um 
anyway um everyone uh sleep tight do keep your um feet on the bed so the devil doesn't grab the, but like by the end of the bed you don't want that uh something to me make a deal with the devil first. i mean if he does like wake you up and you're already looking up because he grabbed your feet by the end of the bed then you might as well like talk to him make something happen he's already there <laughs> so and yeah he, he doesn't come open yeah, your he, he doesn't come by often literally open your heart and then give your soul um oh my god <laughs> we're terrible people it's fine. Okay. uh everyone uh thank you for listening and we'll see you next week good night bye-bye